Hello guys and welcome to Cup of Tea and Talks with G, a place where the natural and random conversation amongst friends, family and peers flow over a cuppa. Relaxed, funny and easygoing conversations where nothing is off limits and tangents are encouraged. Think of the chatty, fun and open conversations you have around the table when catching up with someone and you think, oh my god, imagine if somebody overheard what we're talking about because the conversation's gone down the most random and funny tangents. Well, that's what this podcast will be. I'll be speaking to different people from different walks of life with different experiences in each episode. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello guys and welcome back to the next episode of Cup of Tea and Talks with G. This episode is a continuation from last week's episode. So part two of my conversation with Emma. Um, we finished off where she had obviously spoken about um, finding out she was pregnant with the triplets um, sort of how she found pregnancy, how she found obviously being pregnant and going into um like her appointments and sort of that whole um, side of things during lockdown. Um, So obviously massive change to what she'd obviously planned and sort of David obviously wasn't able to join her and just sort of how that affected her um, and her, I suppose her pregnancy and and even after the pregnancy um so like I say we finished just as she was just about to go into labor with the girls um so we are just going to get straight into the episode today um we're going to continue on literally where we left off last week um and yeah continue into I suppose after she gave birth to the three girls um what life is like um now as a mom of four and yeah just sort of what a day in the life of Emma um, the Brady lady and her babies looks like um, got so much good feedback and um, some really nice messages and uh, support after last week's episode for Emma and um, yeah loads of people just saying like oh she's she's great uh, could listen to her all day um, and just sort of raving about how amazing she is um, I completely agree with all of that uh, so yeah I really hope you enjoy this episode just as much and massive massive thank you again to Emma um, just for everything I think a lot of people whether I don't know many people that have trip, triplets but um, I think just her honesty and sort of how she addresses things and speaks about her experiences and um, whether people have been in similar situations or I think people just empathize and uh, resonate a lot with what she's saying and sort of her experiences so massive massive thank you again Emma and hopefully this won't be the last time we'll have you on the the podcast because I just know from how many different directions our conversations kept going in that we've got a million and one other things that we could talk about so getting straight into this one enjoy and I will speak to you again soon but the actual, uh, the consultant in the NICU, because um, I was like a champion for uh, your human rights and maternal yeah. rights and paternal rights throughout but the But you did, thing. but before and after, like you spoke about the, the video with the Irish Times, but you spoke so much about it. Like I learned a lot from what you were posting about and I'd ask my sister Emma, because she was in, in, she was pregnant at the time. Like, like I said, she didn't have the baby till November. And I remember like, I didn't know what was going on. And it was like stuff that you were posting that was like, or even just asking questions. You were like, nobody knows this. Nobody has given us information mm-hmm. on this. And I was learning from you. Mm. Like it was very hard. Um, the restrictions, like I, I am not a fool. And I understand that we have to protect everybody. Yeah. Um, 
that is not what my argument was um when I was down on my campaigning for the mm. for rights and stuff. Um my argument was that like yeah okay the managers of the hospital and it's unprecedented I I know that and it's pandemic I know that and I know that everybody is doing their best to protect everybody. Yeah. But I don't believe that they really had um the mental health welfare no. of um, the parents. Yeah. Um, I believe that there has to be, and it's something that like I'm not letting go of, even at this time now, my girls are nearly one. There has to be somebody that's an advocate yeah. for the for the patient in yeah. regards to management on on hospital team because it's all well and good all the people making decisions in managerial capacity but they're not the ones that have to deal with the follow no. and the consequences no. but i like not i had to do back with... enough in the UNICEF and the world health organization on my side i wrote emails to the department of equality and justice the department of uh, children the department I was emailing the minister for health like I had everybody that I could think of I was harassing yeah <laughs> I I need but that to. wasn't that shouldn't have been your job like no, you'd no. enough to be doing like you were growing three babies like and looking after yourself and Casey and it David like yeah I'm not surprised though because yeah. you didn't know that this was a situation you were going to be going into um and like you say, you, you'd you have a, a rough plan from day dot, I'd imagine, once you found out it was triplets, because they do obviously have protocols when it's a multiple pregnancy. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like you say, all that gets thrown out the window and it's like none of that sort of matters anymore. And I had um, I have similar conversations now, not obviously around like pregnancy and stuff, but around lockdown. And this, this could be a whole different topic, but like lockdown and I suppose COVID been one risk, but also mental health hasn't gone away and has always been a a massive problem but yeah all of a sudden it just doesn't matter anymore huge repercussions um on mental health when things start getting back to some type of normality yeah but like I don't thankfully I don't suffer with my mental health but I've noticed how this situation has affected me and I, I try to even process how that must be for somebody who does suffer in normal times and then you put in isolation you put in restrictions you put in like fear mongering you put in everything the stress mm-hmm. and anxiety alone you put all that on top of it I'm like how is anyone surviving but nobody's talking about it it's like as if all of a sudden this one thing is the only thing that has had any effect on anyone's health and nothing else matters and I'm like well what about this stuff that was a problem before now it's it's just disappeared mm-hmm. apparently but like I say I could go off for days on it because it's something that I've noticed so so much it's like stay inside and stay lives and I'm like what about the lives inside what about the lives that are yeah. locked up on their own but like yeah. I say nobody's talking about it I and I 100% agree because I, I was telling you that my dad was a carer for mm. my nan and um he was locked down yeah with my nanny and you got to remember and, and like I mean I'm I'm using this as a personal reference but this is so many people's real lives throughout the UK yeah. and Ireland and all over the world but there are people that are carers for yeah. uh, their loved ones or whatever, you know, that they're living carers and they would be used to having, you know, a, a respite yeah. or a, even a reprieve of another family member coming to let them go out for a walk or um, to go and have a bath yeah. or make a phone call in peace without having to be so nervous about what you're going to walk back in the door to. Yeah. Um, so there's that then. And then like, you know, services were withdrawn. Like yeah. there's so many people who have suffered with their services being withdrawn in mm. regards to like, you know, kids that have um, additional needs and 
their support services are all after being withdrawn over here. I I don't know. Um, but it's, it's actually getting yeah. back on track now. But back back in the UK, it's, yeah. Uh, I think that they they did kind of okay job of keeping some supports up but I do know they were withdrawn but yeah like I mean there is that then as well like people are locked in like my dad was locked in and he had so much going on like he was like my nanny was 94 do you know what I mean so he had a big responsibility there and then his one and only child me was expecting triplets in a massive high-risk pregnancy and like there was an awful lot going on and like that is mental health man of god it's literally it's gonna blow up in the government's faces all over the world I think because you're dead right like yeah I know and I know it is a topic for another day we could literally sit here and talk all day long about this but yeah it's gonna be a big one but like obviously so keeping it sort of in time but like you said about obviously getting out for a walk and all that type of stuff as well like with new mams like it's it's such a, a big thing, obviously, postnatal and even prenatal um, depression and all of that. And like, obviously, people are able to call in and people are sort of saying, go on, go off for a walk or, you know, your friends are calling around and you've got three babies. And but yet the whole world is locked down. So like once the babies. So how old were they? Because I know they don't, obviously at the same time don't come out together either. How old were the babies when they came home to you? So we had um, we had Callie and Quinn home after three weeks did they come home together yeah they came home together so basically when David got to see them on the day that they were born and then didn't get to see them then for another three weeks bloody hell so the day I remember the the photos of you um you were in the hospital out the window and then David at the gate to the hospital and you're trying to like and they're like like I say you can just about make out the shape of them because it's you're so high up in the hospital and I just remember seeing them videos and like it broke my heart because I was like if you could have climbed the walls like Spider-Man I can imagine he would have been outside the glass window but like that and was if the you situation. look at that video Grania you can hear the happiness in his yeah. voice that he gets to just see them, to see them. At the window yeah, yeah just to see them yeah and it's heartbreaking like I mean we we like yeah like three weeks later he got to come in and see his daughters again and then and like but when we went in that day they were like yeah these two are able to come home tomorrow bloody hell but like David never David never got to like do the cares or anything like that learn like I mean as I said he had no previous experience of babies or pregnancies so like he didn't know how to do nappies he didn't know how to do all this I was hoping that like because they were in the NICU and the the special care baby unit that that David was going to have a good opportunity to learn from the pros for a few like you know like you wouldn't that's what I was thinking but no, I had to do everything on my own with that. No, I say I had to do everything on my own. I had the, the help of wonderful, wonderful NICU uh, uh, nurses. Like yeah. they're like angels on this earth. Like, honest to God, they're I've brilliant heard people. so many people describe like the nurses in the maternity, but then especially the NICU units that like say angels. It's a very hard thing to, not, to have to leave your babies behind and yeah. go home. You know, it's like different lives. Like I'm in the hospital. I'm so busy. I'm going from baby to baby, 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 baby. And then I turn around at the exit and I go home. Yeah. yeah and just to say, one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and to one, I say one baby, but like she's 10. But like, you know, it's 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 they have to be angels. They have yeah. to. It's the vocation because you're leaving your precious people with these people. And yeah. 
I never left that hospital thinking, oh, God, like I did obviously leave the hospital thinking and being an emotional wreck and I can't believe I'm leaving behind. But I never for a second um, wavered in the confidence that I had in, the, in those nurses there. So they'll always be angels to me. They're, they're amazing people. Yeah. And like you say, because it's not as well, like you're leaving your baby and the reason they're there is because they're not fully you know, they're not strong mm-hmm. enough or they're not healthy enough yet to come home. So you've got that layer on top of it. Like, do you mean they're not necessarily out of the woods? So it's like, yeah, like you say, they have to have this. Okay. And even like you say, t- to work in that situation, because mm. God love them. I can't imagine day to day. Yeah, because it's not a happy with. story every time, no. you know, like not everybody gets the happy ever after, you know, and I think that's something that you have to be very mindful of as well. Like I'm very mindful of the fact that, um, an awful lot of um multiple pregnancies don't make it at the end mm. and that's one of the reasons why I feel so grateful and, and blessed every day like anytime I'm very positive in any of the posts that I put mm. up on Instagram about the babies because that is how I feel yeah. like I know I'm aware how lucky I am to have those girls mm. like three as I was saying three weeks into in the the uh Kelly and Quinn stayed three weeks in and then Minnie came home the following week four weeks four weeks yeah. Minnie was born 3.5 pounds wow it was nothing yeah you know like she was only tiny and then even saying that like I mean our biggest baby Kelly she was she was 4.5 pounds so still, like you say, as far as size of babies, still tiny. Yeah, and they were born perfect. They didn't yeah. need any assistance breathing or anything like that. They were born, they were, they had a little bit of jaundice here and there. All, all three of them spent time on the lamp for helping them with uh, jaundice. But they, in total, like they didn't spend more than, I think I, I'm nearly 100% sure. I sound like the worst man in the world. <laughs> I'm sure you've enough to be I'm remembering. <laughs> sure. I, I think that she came home after four weeks. Like she yeah. didn't, it was only a week longer than her sisters were after going home. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, you, you have so much faith in those NICU nurses and then you take them home and it's like, oh my God, the machine is not there to tell me the, yeah. what, there's no beeps like, any NICU parent will tell you that those beeps haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, because like you say, they're, you, they're, they tell you how your baby's doing without you having to sort of think about it. Yeah, and then you get to bring these three little precious people home that are like the size of boards. Yeah. And yeah, it's been mad. I just actually am so proud of how our little family is mm. after adapting to these three little bundles because like we were so ready for it to be the three of us we didn't want it to be the three of us forever we wanted to have the siblings for Casey but we weren't 100% sure was that going to happen you know and we were very ready for just to have an amazing life the three of us so to have that family love and solid foundation and then just to like be able to welcome the other three in as well yeah and what about Casey? Just, Obviously, I, I see everything on, on what you post on Instagram and that. And Casey, I would only describe her as like literally like a little mammy, like, like say your little sidekick. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine how you, well, obviously, I, I, this is all completely what I've seen, but what, how you would have d- dealt with most of it without her because she just seems to be there. But she seems to be there in like, she's not their sister. She's like their second mammy or something. It's so beautiful to watch. She wants to be there, which is the most heartwarming thing for yeah. me because... When 
and I my mum listens to this now and be like tearing the absolute life off me but when I was when I was younger and my the six years between me and my sister and my mum used to say take her out to play with you and I would oh, say I oh get off yeah. me like I don't want to take her with me you know <laughs> like you, there's, there's a like a childish resentment in it as well yeah. But I was very aware of the fact that I didn't want Casey to be a babysitter. Yeah. You know, I wanted her to enjoy her sisters. And when they all came home and it was, I went the opposite way over the top. I wanted, I was doing a parade for Casey if she picked something up off the floor. I, well, just, great yeah. girl now, isn't she? Just brilliant. Look at her picking up a nappy there. You know, like I really yeah. went to town on it to the point where like, then when I was asking her to do something, she was rolling her eyes at me. And, yeah. And then we had to have a word or whatever. But I have to tell you, Granny, she is the best big sister going. And I love the way that she doesn't feel like it's a chore or a hassle or anything like that. She's a really good sister because yeah. she wants to be. Yeah. You know, like say she's wanted these babies. I'd be lost without her. Yeah. She's wanted these babies, though, as much as you have, because that video when... um. This is the bit that got me emotional when I watched it because obviously you've got, you're saying like how many babies you see in the photos and she's like, well, and you're trying to point out and say it's triplets. And then at the end, she just, you're like, are you okay? Because she doesn't really talk then. She's in shock. Are you okay? And she says, I'm just so happy. And that was it. The flood works. Yeah. I was bawling because she genuinely, like you say, all of a sudden she's gone from being an only child to having three. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. as far as like, you know, a shock to the system she's all of a sudden going to have three sisters and she's not going to be the baby and all of that but she genuinely like that was the best news you ever could have given her and honestly my heart just broke watching her because I just thought that is the sweetest little thing and she's and now like I say watching her with the babies it's as if like all her dreams have come true still like she's so lucky to have her little sisters like now they wreck her head at times like I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be given a false kind of um, insight into <laughs> life here but like and the same with me and David like I mean we both we all get to that we all have like the other day I was ready to claw myself out of this house by the fingernails <laughs> like I was ready like I just lockdown fatigue has hit in huge way and the babies are starting to do um they're all hitting their milestones yeah. but, but they are like smashing them like for yeah. premature babies they're they're really doing really well like proud mama moment I know I probably sound like Sing I'm about them. taking my kids up no do it yeah so they're all hitting their milestones Quinn is babbling away now so she's bab 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 they're exploring all the different sounds that they're making then it's so loud it's so oh loud like the loudest noise from a human I've ever heard was from Quinn the other day. It was just this high-pitched screech. And then there was the crying and the usual other sounds. And then I'm listening to bloody little baby bum in the background. Oh, like, it's like the soundtrack to my life now at this stage. <laughs> but I just had enough. Yeah. Yeah, you because... Know, I just had enough. Yeah, you've I got said, four, four babies. Like, well, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I need to get out. We've cancelled so many hotel breaks as well. Like, I mean, we're spoiled. Myself and Dave are spoiled because my mum, my sister was home for a while. She had actually come home and the restrictions had uh, gone back in over there. So she was stuck here until she could go back home to her own place in Crawley. But uh, we were so lucky because... Mm. um, my mom is in their bubble you know and yeah. my mom and sister then were going to mind the babies for us while me and David went and had a night away at a hotel and like I don't have that mom guilt where I'm like oh will they be okay I'm like bye yeah shoot at her express like 
gone. <laughs> but I we couldn't go because the day that we had booked, so we booked to go in February, but then lockdown came in, and then we had booked to go in December, but lockdown actually was coming back into us on the day that we had booked to go away. Oh my god! So I'm it's like not meant to have this night. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a secret travel agent that's like dying to get out inside of my body because I just constantly am looking up like hotels and flights and like this is like I never booked them but yeah but when you can they're ready to be booked you know all the details you better believe it (laughs) that I'm going to be somewhere in a robe getting an Indian head massage oh man and like say the kiddies will be well looked after with the family and Sure. Of course they will. And you know what? We're not far away. Like no. Ireland is a small island <laughs> surrounded by water. We're not yeah. going too far. Go from one end you to know, the like, other. You're still only a few hours away. It's fine. Like if I, if they need us, we'd be back. I really don't worry. Like I am not worried about that no. at all. I am just, I'm very aware of the fact that me and David need a break. Yeah. Like David never stopped working throughout the whole pandemic either. And he has all these kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like mad. you say, and that's the thing. It's like, you've like, obviously you're a mom, so your work will never be done. But you've done the hard work of minding them, minding yourself, bringing them into the world. You know, the first, like say, they're nearly a year. It's like, yeah, mm. do you know what? I'm going to have a little break and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I'm going to sing about it. And I'm and like you should, like I'm all about like you need to look after yourself. Like I that's obviously coming from a place of not having kids. But when I do have friends and family that have kids, I'm like, if I like the one thing that I like the biggest guilt that I have with anything is the fact that I'm not around for my sisters who both have like uh, Harper was one last month and Kriya was only born in November and I I love I, that name so much I that know, was on the list Kriya yeah she it's it gets a few friends over here everyone's like what's her name I'm like oh don't worry about it um, it's, it's heart or Irish little uh, heart or love yeah little yeah, heart yeah. yeah and it's and like I say like the fact that like number one I wish I could be there obviously to spend time and get to know my nieces like my other two nieces I was there for the first few years until they were like starting school and stuff but more so about the relationship with the kids is I want to be there for my sisters I want to say to you them want to be give us the baby ever. yeah give us the baby and go for a walk or go for a shower wash your hair and like you know actually wash your hair like I want to be oh, able important. to do that and I can't and that's the thing like my biggest thing when when the girls like were pregnant was like right we'll get the baby a present but like what what can we do for the mom like because I think sometimes mm. that gets forgotten is the the mom and the dad who's you know they've just had a massive life change like are they okay like what can we do to mind them because the babies get all the attention and not as they should but like let's not forget about the other people that have gone through this whole labor and pregnancy and all that yeah and you know it is very important to be able to to mind mind the parents like you know as you were saying babies get so much attention but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes um when you have even if you have one baby there's Mm. so much that goes on behind the scenes having three is a different kettle of fish um we have used lockdown to kind of like thrive though do you know that kind of way like it's we've really concentrated on our little family yeah um happy that we don't have you know people that want to just hang out with you yeah the novel do you know what I'm saying yeah you know them people that like I mean I know this is gonna sound terrible but I know a few people like this in in my life like in in my close like people um they would love to come up here and take a lot of photos and have a lot of photos with the kids and put them up on social media to say that they were down with the triplets because it Mm. makes them a bit more interesting yeah it's something to talk about yeah post yeah but we kind of got to a limit like I 
I know so many people like I I grew up in a small place and it's a big place now you know mm. like it's a it's it's I grew up in this little town that's after becoming a big town and there's so many um the population has grown so much over the years and you kind of do especially with having a business in the area and working in the area yeah. you know people you know a lot of people so it was kind of good in a way that we got to kind of just really concentrate on us yeah and not like have those kind of hanger honors yeah we're going to be up in your grill yeah <laughs> you get yeah me. and it give like yeah. I know that was it was like a double-edged sword because I know that was a couple of things actually that um my sisters also said was the fact that yeah although you know if in an ideal world they would have everyone would have got to meet the babies but in the same sense it was nice for it just to be that little bubble the family bubble and the unit and you know they got to meet they got to know their babies and the, you know the dads were off so they got to know that like that side of things it's sort of that pressure of like every you know the day after the mom comes home every Tom Dick and Harry's in the house and like want to see the baby yeah. and you're like I've only got home like I don't even know what end of me is up and you've got all the exactly. visitors and it's you're hitting the nail on the head yeah a hundred percent like I feel like that like I mean there wasn't a big mad pressure on us to be presentable or yeah. the house clean or yeah. like I don't care what anybody says if anybody said to me oh we don't care what your house looks like no you I, David's family David's family was coming down to see the babies like and I was like had a pumping both boobs uh walking around like carrying these little cups attached to my boobs breast pumping away trying to like tidy the the room and all so that like when people came down I don't want people to walk into my house and be like here look stay your whole house like no no. I don't and whether they tell anybody... you that or not it's it's how you, you wouldn't be able to sit down and relax whilst everyone was no, in a house that, that you is not with. a happy time for me like yeah. and even like my mom and granny coming up to the house like I'd be getting out the spray mop and everything before they came up and like lovely <laughs> maybe giving out flowers spell going around the house <laughs> but uh yeah no there wasn't that pressure and kind of just like you didn't have to put on a front for anybody mm, yeah. um or an actor or anything like that like you know um which was great and yeah. like we're kind of still living it's a, it's a, it's teaching us a lot of lessons lockdown I think you know yeah. like it's teaching us a lot of lessons about friends yeah um you know people that like you think that you're friends with forever and you're really loyal to them and uh you, you're friends with them a long time probably true loyalty because when the chips are down are they there you yeah. know like I mean I had so many people hanging out me throughout the pregnancy and all like you know and then the minute I had the girls they wouldn't pick up the phone yeah and be like how are you yeah. like I've really learned during lockdown who I can depend on and yeah. who has my interests at heart like the door swings both ways like yeah. I would be very caring person I would and I don't mean that like I'm giving myself that as a compliment like I'm not I'm not going to apologize for that no. uh, for saying something nice about myself either which I probably would have in the past but as I'm saying this is the lessons that lockdown is teaching me like do you know what I mean like I am very kind person and I would go to the end of the earth for you and I'd you know all them lovely sounds like you take the shirt off your back and I'm like yeah that is me like you yeah. know I I love helping people like yeah. I'm very caring nature I kind of would have felt uh, hard done by by other people in the past yeah then like they didn't show me that back like do you know that kind of way so I, I've definitely locked down and having these babies has shown me like yeah who you can who the door who you open the door to I suppose yeah. you know like 
Yeah, and like say, and the other way around, who would open the door to you? Like, because it's yeah, two way street type thing. And and although, like you say, we physically can't be with people, and that sometimes, like you say, just a text or a phone call or anything like that, you're like, it's it doesn't take like I know at the moment I find it's hard because like that no one has anything to talk about. But even just a, a text of look, I'm not you know I'm just checking in. Are you okay? I've nothing to tell you. Nothing's changed. Everyone's still the same mm. as it was six months ago, but just touching base even that on its own like you say it just reminds you who's thinking of you I think even if you could just even when you're checking in with somebody like I'm like horrendous at taking a compliment like really? very bad it's oh yeah Irish thing, though, receiving compliments it? and gifts it's just so hard like I'm just embarrassed by them but it does make me feel good inside like yeah. I kind of probably don't know how to react on the outside when somebody gives me a gift or a compliment or something yeah. like that and I don't know what to do with my face and my hands and I go a bit I red get the and... gift thing I hate um I said this this is right I'll go off on a quick tangent and then I promise I'll go back when I was younger for my first communion so I was seven we did it before like they changed and you're a little this bit older. scared you like you remember seven. this now I honestly this plain as day right and it was a couple of days before my first communion and I was like, as far as like little kids go, I was an absolute nightmare and I can look back and I can appreciate that. Fine. And my godparents were in the house a couple of nights before the first communion, whatever. And they said to me, what are you, are you excited for your first communion the weekend? And it's a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like in a, in a child's life, like this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I'm excited. What are you most excited about? And all I said was getting loads of cards and getting loads of money. Well, my mom and dad, I'll never forget it they I, like they just would have marched me out of the room put me in my bedroom told me everything that was wrong with that situation and f- after me saying that and making such a big obstacle of this spoiled brat who only wants to get our money and and to be honest like that's is still one of the main, main things about it I know obviously it's a, a catholic christian thing and whatever but like you don't really understand the reason of it I'm still not 100% sure exactly what happens with it and all that um <laughs> but they were like you're not opening a single card until like the whole day is over so every house that we went to you, you know you say thank you you take if you get a card that was the thing they were like don't you be expecting all these cards but you know you're going to get them you you be thankful and you know that's it but you're not opening the cards and even when we get to the car you're not opening the cards so obviously driving around me and my twin driving around all day getting all these cards wanting to know what's inside them and then we go home and open them but still to this day I won't open a present in front of someone until they say to me, you're not going to open your present. And I'm like, yeah, do I have to? And they're like, yeah, yeah. like, and like Nate used to be looking at me going, are you all right? Like such and such is giving you, I put it in my bag and they'd be like, are you going to open it? I'm like, well, when I get home and it's just like, no, I make a bigger, I, I would, I make a show myself like literally, yeah. oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to like, I'd be very like I know that I'm going to like whatever it is because I'm grateful that somebody taught of me in the first instance but to have to open it and then they're watching you to see what your reaction is going to be and then you don't know whether that's the right thing to do I'm sweating just imagining it I've had it like feel like feel like Eminem and eight mile knees weak arms (laughs) are heavy vomit on the sweater <laughs> yeah lit like honestly and especially like I had my 30th last year which is obviously a big birthday and that and the overwhelm of like complete nice do you know what I mean I'm like I'm fully appreciative and grateful the fact that like it's overwhelmed from a nice place but it's still overwhelmed and I'm, it took me three days to open my texts I just left my whatsapp just I was like can't read a message can't like anything like that I'm just like I can't deal with it like I, I no, nearly take bad stuff I give you a good one right when I had my tortillas, I had a surprise party for my tortillas. I wouldn't have been able to cope if I hadn't known that there was that many people going to be there and looking at me. Yeah. Like, you see, when you got married. Yeah. 
that to me now. Everybody watching you. Oh, I won't be able. Yeah, but, they had that. I was all right with the wedding side of it. Oh, not even. No. <laughs> but when I had the tour to you, um, my mom organized it, and my mom and family, and um, it was a massive surprise. I hadn't a clue, like, and I was very surprised that they were able to keep it a secret from me because I'm a bit like a private investigator. But, um, yeah, I just could not get over the surprise and the amount of gifts and everything. Yeah. But, you know, when I was taking the, like, everybody had a gift and they were handing you bags and I was going, thanks very much. And then I was, like, fecking them under the table beside yeah. my mom, like, so she'd mind, mind them for them. me or whatever. But I, I was tidying away, like, months later, I was tidying away, um, gift bags like I I hold on to all the gift bags yeah, and when someone's when someone's occasion is coming around I'm like get up into the attic there yeah get your the gift bag. bags up there yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah I was popping the gift bags up into the attic and I th- the chain I'm wearing today it's one yeah. of those you know um the bar one yeah like, I don't know what they're called but they're like uh it's like a little gold bar and it has your name on it or whatever that was from David's mom and I hadn't even opened it I was dying my soul was mortified <laughs> I couldn't deal with it yeah. I had to text her months later and be like here thanks a million for that present that you get me for my fa- yeah like the most ungrateful bitch that was like to say of all the anxiety to have to have it around gifts and then to realize you didn't even thank like I'd be the same I'd lose sleep over that thinking right that's it oh, I could have swam out the, the house I was a puddle of sweat <laughs> Right, come here. We've been chatting for ages, like eight. It's been amazing, though. Before we, well, not before we finish, but you've now got the three girls. Well, the four girls. I'm so sorry. I like honestly, when whenever we can meet up, I'm going to be so apologetic to Casey because I keep referring to the three girls, but obviously it's four. But you've the three babies and Casey. What like I know no day is the same, but what's a typical day look like? I get to see your mornings, and like I say, I love that. But what you know, I don't know. What I like I say, I'm a twin, so. I, I've heard stories of my mom telling me about like the feeds and the nappies and all that. But what's mm-hmm. it like to have three babies? What does a day look like? It's madness. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah, it's madness. But you know what? It's the best kind. Like yeah. it's very rewarding work. It's very hard work. Um, but it's very rewarding. So like I always say, my feet don't touch the ground from when I get up in the morning. But me and David have worked out a really good system. So um we, it's really important to have a rest or else you're going to kill each other. Yeah. So where we are now, what a typical day looks like is the girls get up at about seven. Right. In the morning. Um, and one of us gets up because we don't need two of us anymore to do right. the the feeds and stuff in the morning. So um, I will say, for example, today I got up and um, you get up and everything is already laid out from the night before like okay. planning and organization oh yeah it's key um so I have the nappies and wipes ready to go for the next day if like for the for when they get changed in the morning I have the bouncers and chairs out so that they're yeah. when I, I bring them down individually and then yeah. I put them all in their chairs and then they all get a bottle and they don't get a bottle until all the bottles are ready like right, you know yeah. and one yeah and they don't get 
they, they don't get taken out of the car all uh, the minute they start giving out, you know, like yeah. you, you let them babble and we're not running to them all the time. We're trying to be patient with them, you know. So, yeah, they have their bottles in the morning and then they get dressed and they have play, a roll around and we do like their strengthening exercises with yeah. them. Like Tell we play row, row, row the bow and stuff like that. So, um. Yeah, so then they have they they're loving their toast now. We've introduced the solids in, so toast is uh what is the the big favorite in the house at the moment. Aww. So they have a little finger of toast each, and then they have an app. Um, anybody that has a small baby, this was like the best tip that I discovered. Like I, it was complete by accident as well. Hoover sounds on YouTube. No game way. changer. I'm not joking with you. Game changer. Well, for now, um, or just constantly. No, for naps, like we put that on on YouTube on the yeah. TV because we've got SkyQ, so we have the app of YouTube in it. Yeah. So we pop on the we put we put the YouTube on, and we put the Hoover sounds on, and they actually recognise it now. So when they see the red Hoover coming up on this on the TV screen, they start snuggling into the little blankies, Aww. and they only get their sooner when they're having a nap. Yeah, so they get a suitor and their hoover sounds and they go for a nap. They'd be asleep for about an hour. So we do try and get them down for a nap at about half 10, 11. Wow. I thought you were going to say about three o'clock. Because <laughs> to me, that was like a full day's work already. It's only <laughs> half 10 in the morning. No, Granny, no. <laughs> you can see where I'm at like, in my stage of life. In the morning time, like I don't really do much of anything in the morning. Like I kind of get up and have my coffee and I do the videos for Instagram and, and stuff like that, which it and a post and stuff like that it takes a bit of time because mm. I'm like the personal photographer of the year. So <laughs> I have so many photos that I have to like, what will I put up? You know, I've got yeah. loads. Like everybody would hate me online if I was to put up all the stuff that I have. Like it's... I won't hate them. Keep posting them. Keep oh. posting them. Google photo drivers life but um yeah so when they wake up from their nap it's usually at about half 11 12 we kind of let them sleep for as long as they want at the morning nap because it kind of sets them up for the rest of the day yeah. then um then they have a breakfast so that's usually like wheat bix or cornflakes with like hot milk mm. um we've been introducing different things like eggs and stuff like that not going down great not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> and um, what about if they all got different completely during pregnancy as well which oh, is like oh yeah and I used to love an egg yeah but the smell of it even I'm like oh I'm not here for but um yeah so then after they have their breakfast we get them dressed um please god like I mean I'm saying we get them dressed not every day they get dressed some days they're in pajamas especially sometimes the house is in pajamas yeah it's like okay yeah it's an extra um, task yeah exactly there's just so much to do and like yeah you, you, you're doing like I mean this is literally the schedule that I, I'm like going over in my head like what it is so after they get dressed if they do get dressed then they have like a bit of more game time and stuff like, like that in order to reach the milestones they have there's not a lot of physical work yeah that we do with them with games wise and stuff like that as well and making sure that they were talking to them a lot as well because yeah. they love the telly the telly is on with nursery rhymes on um a lot of the time yeah like and I hate it because yeah. I don't want them to be looking at the telly I'm like hippy dippy mom and I'm like no screen time <laughs> but um they love the music so we yeah. do have like a blank screen on YouTube as well it's, it's another thing that we can uh we use from YouTube on the on the telly as well but then it's they get another nap then at about half two 
then dinner a half tray usually like fish and vegetables or meat and veg or whatever and then they go for a little roll or a play again now and we're trying to get a walk in so mm. if we're going trying to get a walk in with the weather hasn't been great over the last few days and David got out today because I was chatting with you yeah but we're trying to get out so when the girls get dressed after they have their breakfast we would have to start getting them ready to go out in order to be out the door for about two half two it takes a lot of time yeah. to get out like so we get a walk job. in hopefully and then dinner and yeah it's like it's it's constant it's on the go all the time and then you've got like your family admin to do and your yeah. your your house cleaning and the laundry the washing machine the hardest working piece of machinery in this house like it never stops there's so much washing um so much drying so much like yeah. floors I'm like anti-back queen um I suppose as well because they're yeah, rolling it's just about a lot of work and then I definitely about. always have a coffee this is why coffee is your like the girls one. are on the move now as well which means that like you can't turn your head for a second like they're under the coffee table like we have to get rid of all of the furniture like we only moved into this house in June we oh. were living in a two-bedroom house and we moved into a three-bed and right. the furniture that we have we have to get rid of it because it's not babysitting they're, they're everywhere just yeah. babies everywhere yeah <laughs> that's literally the vision that I get is like you say you turn your head and one's going to the right one's going to the left and one's at the TV or something do you know what I mean and it's like who's in the most risk that I have to get to first like that's it that is it like it's they're, they're moving they, they move so quickly once they started rolling yeah. they're rolling it just they never stop and it goes so quickly they need to try and get dinner ready for everybody yeah. they need to try and make sure Casey has her dinner poor Casey she's having her dinner really late in the evenings a lot of the time because you forget and I know yeah. it sounds terrible but like you forget yeah so yeah just it's, it's a long day but blessed 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 that these kids go to sleep and sleep through the night right. they go down at about seven half seven yeah I'd say they really start getting their their dinner time like their their evening tea kind of at that time so they have a, a, like a baby porridge or they might have a wheat bix or something like just to keep their tummies full yeah. overnight and they have um a bottle of uh, formula milk then as well and they're out for the count and we see them the next morning then so you've literally got a few hours before you like between the prep obviously see casey have dinner maybe even see David, maybe even talk to David for a few minutes and then, like say, back up again for the for the next day, like. Yeah, and that's it. Like, and I have a terrible problem that I can't go to sleep. Like, I cannot go up the stairs to go to bed because it is Groundhog Day every day. We do yeah. the same thing every day. And when you're sitting there when you're free time in the evening, you're going, yeah. I don't want to go to bed. Yeah, because then as soon as I do, yeah. Again. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's your only bit of time, like you say, to be not Emma, the mom with four kids, just to be Emma, like... And you're scrolling and you're saying just to be Emma, like, you know, and I, it's it, like I'm doing courses, like I'm doing wow. webinars and I'm doing everything like I'm I'm online. Like, I know that um I want to do stuff with me even and even if it's just flicking through my phone so that it's like my time. Like, you yeah. know, I'm aware that all the I know all businesses are closed and nobody is working, but we will go back to work. And yeah. like you want to be in a position. I want to be ready to go back yeah. to work. You know, especially because everybody else is off. I want to make sure that when I go back and gone back with a bang. Yeah. Any free webinars or anything that I can find on uh, online and doing it. So you're still doing so all the courses or anything that you're doing. Obviously, it has to be past seven p.m., half seven, eight o'clock, whatever. 
like always yeah. at that hour for the majority I'm doing a photography one no way. um yeah I'm doing a photography just because I got a new phone I'm actually getting really interested in taking photos because I've I'm like the doing? paparazzi now because of these beautiful children um I'm taking so many pictures and yeah. I'm looking at them and like my sister knows how to edit stuff and all and mm. I'm like wow you're really good at this and she's yeah. like anyone can do it and I'm like no I can't yeah and I'm so, gonna learn though I'm gonna learn so I'm I'm doing a photography um I'm doing a photography course thing it's like it's just a workshop thing like yeah and then I'm doing braiding I um I'm called the Brady, Brady lady, lady and her babies yeah. Yeah. on Instagram, but everybody always thinks that my second name is Brady. Yeah. And you know, I knew your name Lennon. wasn't Brady, but at the same time, I remember being like, Brady, what's the Brady? And I could, it didn't click. And then I was like, the fucking hair, like literally it took yeah. me a minute. And I, cause even the way it was spelled, I was like, that's not how you spell Brady as a surname. And then I clicked. I was like, oh, cause it's the hair. I like that. I, I like registered well my that business as that. Did you? Every, yeah. Cause everybody knew me around here as the girl that did the braids because yeah. I used to host um parenting uh workshops for parents to learn how to do their kids hair no way and I was the Brady lady like that was what I had put my little like logo on us so yeah. yeah the Brady lady so I'm doing another braiding one like in a, a more advanced kind of uh braiding course now as well so yeah I can keep on going at least you have like four like well not yet the girls obviously have still grown the hair but you'll have four perfect models literally constantly just churning out the hairstyles just like this is my dream life <laughs> my granny said to me that I'm gonna have to get up at five o'clock in the morning to make sure them kids can go to school she's like you'll you'll have like I'm perfectionist at the best of times like no you know, such thing I'm, as like a, a, a ponytail or you know even just pigtails you know, for the and times like Casey hates me when she's going out to play because like she'd say to she me just wants to go. she doesn't even want me to do a pony in her hair like she's like I'll just do it and she does this mad looking to the side at the very nape of her neck yoke of a pony coming <laughs> out and I'm like whoa but she's like will not let me do no. it because I'm like right okay we've got like two hairs over here I just need to grab this 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 and this, this she's like this. I just want to go out and it's going to fall in two seconds and I start running around like I don't want to sit for an hour but like I get it it's like you say it's, it's your job it's your profession it's going to sweat down her face in a while like after playing basketball and she's just not caring and I'm like but you're representing me out on the street <laughs> you are my brand <laughs> you are brand Brady lady <laughs> oh bless her oh funny and just like so talking about Brady lady that's what's your Instagram handle for anyone who you know wants to of course go and check out your beautiful family and the kids and all of that and all the goings on. Yeah, and I hope that people do come because I'm trying to grow it. And I actually, when I say I'm trying to grow it, like I'm trying to grow it with love. I, I'm looking at it like that. I'm, It's something that I have to look back over. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's a place to pop all my bits and pieces. Like, as I said, I have so many photos. Like literally I put up one a day or two a day or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's at the Brady lady underscore and her babies. Um, that's the the handle. The Instagram I will put handle. it all in the notes, and I'll obviously cool. put it on my Instagram for the podcast as well. But Come and look. Anybody that's yeah. interested in hearing just a bit an Irish person that has she's mm. a bit mad. She kids hanging out over left, right, and center, and uh, loving her life with all these such, identical like girls. It's just heartwarming, though. It's just it's just a nice little. Like, like I said, I don't have kids and I will have kids at some stage, but at the same time, like I'm not like mad broody or anything, but at the same time, mm -hmm. like I can appreciate 
the happiness and the love when you see a little baby and like you say you see three of them and the smiles mm-hmm. at them first thing in the morning even that alone would brighten your day so like if you've anything that you think it's always I, I follow loads of things and like we talk about screen time like that's something that I'm really hot on at the moment because mine's atrocious but they say like you know be aware of the first thing you consume in the morning and if you want to consume something that's happy and going to brighten your day you need to be checking out the Quinn uh, Minnie and Callie because honestly like it's so beautiful to think that no matter what no matter what happened the day before anything the next day they're waking up and they're smiling like every they're, morning imagine they're just waking so up happy class. like they're so happy they're such happy babies and I'm delighted that people uh really respond well to it as well because yeah. it just it makes me feel so proud that I'm able yeah. to share that with everybody it really does and like and there's so many nice things coming as well like there's a couple of exciting little things that are coming up in the pipeline that I'm really? not allowed to disclose yeah I'm not allowed Secret. I'm not allowed to talk but um they're they're cute you know and people recognize that they're cute and whatnot yeah like and then I have friends on the phone to me giving out to me constantly saying that like you you do the videos in the morning we don't hear from you for the rest of the day where are you gone what you are you doing a GoPro on your head Emma and just like do a live stream just 24 and, hours you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna Instagram the life of myself now and I'm going to uh I'm gonna order one of them tripods I think yeah. because I I I don't like I couldn't ask David to do it. Hopeless. Oh my god, hopeless. No, I think um I, there is. I I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna put a little bit of an extra little effort into some of the stuff that I'm bringing up into the Instagram page because my, the life is actually just so exciting around here, yeah. and it's really like yeah maybe I should be sharing like do, I, do you know what the people that give out to me are justified uh, yeah <laughs> because oh, look I my yeah. two sisters like um I give out to them all the time because I'm like there's not enough baby spam and I I'm like I don't mind if you don't put it on social media but at least put it in the whatsapps and they're like oh but we don't want to fill it and I'm like you could never have enough baby photos like never send me videos send me photos like send me anything and I'm like even if I was in the same country and I was able to see us every day I'd still want to see the photos and the videos because I'll never ever tire of it and like the same with your page like I know when I go to your page what I'm going to see and I'm like and I hope that that's what I'm going to see you know what I mean like it's (laughs) it's the whole point a friend of mine had a baby yesterday and then another friend of mine had a baby last week and I am like that like you I'm like show me the pictures show me this show me that show me the other but when it comes to me putting stuff up I'm like oh no people don't want that like people people don't want to see that I'm I'm gonna speak for the people niggly voices yeah no that's your yeah no but I'm gonna speak for the collective of the majority of people and that's exactly what we want to see the even the stuff that you're like but this is just my day-to-day that's what you want to see the the normal day to day more of that you know what I'm gonna do it and I'm going to I'm going to credit you and oh, my yeah. good friend Nicole who constantly goes out to me about not being able to see what else and if you get any baby, messages so. saying like oh will you stop posting I say look you need to speak to Grania and Nicole and they'll t- like I'm only doing it for them I'm not doing it for me it's because they've made me do it and then you know just pass the blame over to us and I'll happily I'll happily answer to anybody who's got a problem with that not a bother oh yeah yeah I'll be sending them over on the ferry to the yeah. UK. Oh, no, no, now. I'll come over. I'll come over and I'll um, I'll go outside your house. I'll happily, yeah. And I might get to see the baby through the window or something. Um, Emma, before we finish up, which we I could stay here for hours more, which I'm sure you're like, I could, but I've also got like the clan downstairs. Um, this is you, a holiday. But, I can't believe that they came back from the, the shop, from the walk and uh, 
I haven't been, haven't been up like, I know. Like, see, I've swapped. Will I go to sleep <laughs> and just pretend that I didn't know? Like, will I pretend, like, what'll I do? <laughs> yeah, just hide it up there until until you just keep talking. When we hang up, you just keep talking. They'll never know that you're finished, and then you might get all <laughs> evening up. <laughs> oh god i'd be in deep trouble with that i know can you imagine but before we do finish like i say this um we always end on a quote and i know from now speaking to you that i'd say your quotes are like because i'm the same i love a quote i actually had to write down quotes though because i go back to the same three i'd say i've said the same ones like numerous times on the podcast and so i'll start because i wrote down ones and i know i haven't said these before but um one that i really liked that i read today was just every like there never any reason but the one is believe you can and you're halfway there by teddy roosevelt and i was like with everything going on like you say between like having motivation to do things or realizing that like say thankfully the world will go back to some sort of normality at some stage and we will be back doing things we want to do and that whole like believing in yourself and that you know actually just doing it I'm like yeah print that one off and stick it on my wall I think because I'm like needing to remind myself like that's half the battle is just actually believing in yourself not someone else telling you can do it not people on Instagram cheering you on it's your self-talk it's better an oops than a what if yeah like you're better off making the making a mistake you can everybody makes mistakes yeah you're gonna learn from a mistake but you'll never you'll never learn from a regret no like you're not you're not gonna you have plans, Grania, to go off and do what you want to do. And if you don't do that, you're oh, going to kick yourself. I know. But we've always And you'll always there. wonder. Yeah, but we've been there. But, pre, you know, even like the years that we're together, we spoke about we're going to do this or we're going to try this. And we've never done it. And even now we're looking back on, oh, what if, what if? And I'm like, right, no mm-hmm. more of that. No more of that. Like, feck it. Like, say, as long as we're all he- healthy, happy and safe, and we can do things then that's the only they're the only risks that we need to consider and then after that I'm like the rest of it doesn't really matter like I'm happy to make yeah. an idiot out of ourselves I'm happy to take the risks and something not work and then say it didn't work but we're going to do something else like yeah for sure happy definitely that quote um you'd rather an oops than a what if I'm going to tattoo that one on my forehead that's not even getting, <laughs> that's getting I'm a big quotes person as well I've always enjoyed a quote yeah I'm going to um going through the the, the whole uh, the, the new positive mindset that yeah. I'm trying to achieve and like it is it's mad that we're all doing this kind of self-work like you know it's, it's actually really really good that I started doing that I'm delighted but do you feel as well that with lockdowns and stuff like that we've been somewhat forced to do it because there's always a distraction there's always something to do there's always something else that we should be doing so we're running 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 that's all been taken away and now we're sort of the only things that we can really focus on, I suppose, is the work on ourselves. And as hard as it is, I would be very bad at filling up my own cup. I yeah. fill up everybody else's cup before I fill up mine. Yeah. But um, to the to to my detriment, mm. like I I nearly make myself sick trying to make sure everybody else is OK. Yeah. And during the lockdown, um, after I had my like episode of like my panic attacks and everything like that. I actually probably would be still going on that train um, only that I stumbled across. Like I didn't actively seek out looking to do, uh, to, to, to learn or inquire more into about all the, the spiritualistic universe yeah. kind of love attraction kind of stuff. Um, I just stumbled across it by accident. Um, so I'm really glad that I did because yeah. I, I probably would have been the person that would have benefited from it a lot and wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So 
spread you the say positivity. You stumbled across it by accident, but I feel like it, it fell into your lap at the right, like, like I said, this could be another episode, but um, I feel like anything like that, nothing's by chance. It's everything happens for a reason. That's a quote that I've said 17 times on this podcast, but like that <laughs> happened for you at that time. You didn't stumble across it by accident. You know, the universe put that in front of you it's probably been sending it to you for years but it literally slapped it right in front of you and it was like you need to do this and like you say thankfully you're benefiting from it um emma honestly i've loved every single second of this chat we'll have to have you on again like i think we'll just need like right reg- regular updates on the brady lady and her babies you probably don't want me back because i've waffled i've literally talked the arse off you yeah no this is exact emma Maybe season three will just be like me and you. Just like no more guests, just me and you. We'll just have a weekly catch up, cup of tea and then talk about what's going on. So, you know, I'd happily do that weekly. So, um, but that thank you great. so much for sharing. I've been so open and honest as well. Like you didn't sugarcoat any of it. Just, yeah, just been sharing what your your life has been like for the last, what, 18 months and stuff. Um, I know a lot of people would be really interested in what you've had to say and what your experiences have been in and like that anyone which I'm sure most people will be if you're interested check out Emma's Instagram because you'll get you'll get to see so much more there um, and you'll see the happiness that we're talking about in the in the videos and in the the content that Emma shares so thank you so so much yes so welcome I feel real uh, special and warm and fuzzy you are <laughs> special you are very very you're like a superwoman but you're very very special so thank you again and I look forward to speaking you're to you so soon welcome. thanks yeah. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would honestly mean the world if you would leave a review. I would genuinely appreciate that. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified of any future episodes. Thanks again, guys. And I'll hopefully see you back here soon. Lots of love, Jake.